Hello, listeners. This is your host and Game Master, Kat. This week's episode's going to be a short one because we have some really, really exciting news. Before we launch into the distress beacon and the exciting adventure that awaits the crew of the Aurum, we've got a special world-building episode. We'll be recording that episode very soon and have it up for you on Friday, July 2nd. What makes this world-building session really exciting for us is that we'll be joined by an incredibly special guest, James D'Amato, author of the Ultimate RPG Guide series, host of One Shot and Campaign podcasts, and most importantly, my second favorite clone, Bacta, will be joining us on the show. We're overjoyed to have James on the show as part of his actual play podcast media tour for the recently released book, The Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide. I'm personally really excited to start building our own bits of Star Wars astrographical lore. Rather than step on any creative toes, we opted to take this week off and provide you with some previously Patreon-exclusive bonus content, as well as a little special extra bit at the end. You can gain access to content like that by going to patreon.com slash sosasmedia. For now, listen along and enjoy as Plex gives the entire crew performance reviews. I'll skip the regular plugs for the shorter episode and instead send us back. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. A little bit of time passes. The three of you have kind of been doing little like odd jobs around the station. When you're on the Aurum and you've gotten a message from Plex to meet in the kitchen. So all of you are waiting in the kitchen. Orange is making popcorn. Um, Kiel, this is your first moment with Tina alone since the incident. And you're just waiting for Plex to show up. Hey, Jack. Make me one of those egg sandwiches, too. I don't know what you put in there, but man, it's killer. It's uh, space dill, sir. Space dill. <laughs> huh. Genius. Uh. Uh. Hey, Tiener. Uh, Commander Keel. Um, sorry a bit before it was. 
No. Like I said before, it's totally fine. Okay. Um, I appreciated it. I just, I know you have been through a lot and are still going through a lot right now. So I just wanted to let you know that if you need someone to talk to, I'm available. I know things aren't the easiest working for Sinar, but, you know, if there's anything we clones are good at, it's being there for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, I don't know. Beats, beats working for the Huts. <laughs> well, uh, having never worked for the Huts, I don't know how true that statement is, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, oh man. Keel, you gotta get one of these. Wait, what? What is that? Jack, it's Jack's homemade egg salad sandwich. Oh. Oh my god. Incredible. Okay. The hey, secret Jack. ingredients deal. Plex is gonna walk in at this moment. And Plex is like in her office attire. Uh, Tina stands up and salutes. Tina, everyone, oh. want to take seats. Are, are we supposed to be dressed up here or? No, it just puts me in the right headspace. And I've been picking up shifts in the office again. Oh, okay, cool. I will just be over here then, drinking my cap. Okay. It's come to my attention that you're all well overdue for your performance reviews. Oh, I mean, we don't really do those. I mean, we all like work with each other. So like, we all kind of know how we're doing, right? I do those SD. Uh, so I've never had a performance review. I'm actually quite excited to see how we can improve. Getting a third party perspective will give us valuable insight into exactly where we can be better parts of the team. I'm excited, so if you'd like, I can go first. Hey, hey, Tiener? Uh, yes, SD? You, you got something on your nose there. Uh, Might want to... I wasn't going to say anything. It looks cute. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tiener wipes off his nose, like, uh, uh, there's nothing... What? Oh. <laughs> it's all right, Tiener. I was going to start with Gold Squad anyway. Uh... The five of us, sir, or individually? Yes. All right, boys, let's go. So, Gold Squad. This raid on Crimson Dawn yes, sir. was your first official combat mission, I believe, right? Uh, official, yes. Unless you count the, um, the battle we had on Rodia. Oh... Yeah, Ooh, this one I... was more prepared for, so I'm counting oh, this. Yeah. Okay, so skirmish versus mission. Understood, yes. sir. Yes. So, and I'm going to say you all did an excellent job out there. <laughs> Your abilities on this mission shone through very well. Matchstick is like was picking at his nails while this is happening. Tina is looking like a teacher's pet, just staring directly at Plex, very excited for all of this feedback. He's a giant nerd. Yep. And as members of this crew, you have 
definitely enhanced what we're able to do here. I'll say, no one really knew how to do an explosion before I got here. Uh, sorry, You're sir. Actually, right, Matchstick. Gee, and I will say, I'm right. <laughs> Eat it, Tina. Here's a first time for everything. Ah, shut it, Orange. <laughs> okay, all of you settle down. So, Matchstick, I will tell you that your work with Kranich on this was very well. I'm glad you both got through that just fine and running mostly on time. I can just imagine what obstacles you had by yourselves. Well, it was, uh, gonna be honest, sir, it was pretty fun. Now, if I can make one suggestion, please don't jump on the comms in the middle of a fight. We're hard enough to, to, to have communication around here. Right, sir. Uh, sorry, sometimes the, uh, the wheels just move me to say something. I understand. Tina? Uh, yes, sir. You have shown great command of these, these brothers of yours. Uh, thank you, sir. The training you've all been doing really does seem to be paying off. It's straight from the clone manual, sir. And... That little bit extra in the office the other day definitely helped. I hope I wasn't overstepping, sir. No, no, it, it was it was great. I should have run it by you first, regardless. Chain of command. Well, you made it sound like you did, so that counts. Jack, Gibbon, Orange? Yes, sir? The armor you made me for this one. Uh, yes, sir. It held up amazingly. You can see that uh, Plex's one arm is still kind of bandaged up. Mm -hmm. So I actually got shot twice in that one. So if this is the worst I come up with. Uh, you handled yourself with a tremendous amount of decorum and battlefield expertise that we are very proud of you for, sir. If we could give you a brief performance review as well. I will take that. Thank you. Now, I do have one question for the three of you. Uh, yes, sir. Would you be able to work on a little bit of armor for the rest of the crew? Uh, Something more subtle? Potentially, sir. Uh, we'd need to get their measurements and... Well, frankly, we need to get Isti's measurements. He's uh, differently proportioned than one might expect. Uh, yeah, I mean... um. I got a tape measure back in the uh, hyperdrive bay. We can figure it out. I will leave that with all of you to get figured out. Okay. Would anyone else like to volunteer to go next? Sure. Yeah. Okay. What do you got for me? You have kept this ship humming through everything we've put it through. And frankly, we've put it through quite a bit already. Mm, some might say too much. Yeah. <laughs> and without those skills, we we wouldn't be here right now. So you are doing an amazing job for this crew, not just as the mechanic, but as the friend for everyone around here as well. Well, that's awful kind. I mean, you know, just as well as everyone else, I think of y'all as family. Now, unfortunately, I do have one other thing to say. Oh. All right. Yeah. Is, and this goes for everyone. If any of you volunteer to be left behind on mission again, 
I will fire you on the spot. And Plex is completely deadpan through all of this. Uh, Plex, wouldn't that just be helping them to... Never mind. Never mind. Point taken. I get it, Lex. And Kiel, last but definitely not least. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the first time we met? Oof. Um, this is a serious question. You were very hungover at the time. Yeah, I don't remember. Was it? Was it the bar? No. No. No, you don't go to the bar. Um, no. Oh, it was yeah. the calf. No. no, it was the boardroom. Yeah, no, the calf where you projectile vomited. I don't remember that part. Okay, well, I do. And I'll be honest, it made me worry to work with you. Uh-huh. But since then, you have turned yourself around and I will be completely honest I don't think the ship would be the same or as successful without you um thanks Tina smiles a little bit I uh I, you're a good commander Person. Captain? What? What is her title? Captain. Captain? Okay, you're a good captain. That. Thank you, Kiel. Alright. I think that's everyone. I'm gonna go get changed. Uh, uh Plex. I mean, you're really gonna leave her out? Pointing to Reba. <laughs> I was about to say, so you did forget, uh, Reba. I'm glad you all remembered Reba, because yes, that, that that was a little bit of a test. Reba, where where is she? Oh, what? Right, right here. Reba. In the Crimson Dawn base, you brought Esty back to us through his hearing loss, through the explosions, and through everything. And I can't thank you enough for that. I still don't speak droid. She says, um, thank you very kindly for recognizing my brilliance. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe for what I was gonna could, could read. Now, also on that note, where's BT? Not in the room. Yeah, I don't think anyone invited him. Uh, yeah. No, so we left him. There was this. Um, there was this Trandoshan who tried to get on the ship, and we just left BT with him. I think they're doing like a little bit of a uh, space Abbott and Costello routine. Uh, Plex will get on the calm. Uh, BT, are you around? I think you're getting ignored. I said all crew. Well, Reba, this is why you're getting the uh, luxury oil bath. And I'm probably just going to throw a quart of uh, used engine oil onto BT. 
Can I go find BT? Yes. Okay. Is he outside with a Trandosha? He's outside with Prash. So in the event that I do allow you onto the ship, there's certain protocols that you'll have to follow, particularly as it is regarded to the storage of inventory and the storage oh of personal Oh my god, where did Koenig pick up this piece of lovely mechanics? Uh, right here, I can hear... Yes, BT. what do you want? I called an all-crew meeting. So... So you're on my crew. Am I really? Yes. Well, that's exciting. Thank the force you're not on my crew. <laughs> You've been denied entry. I wouldn't want to be on this piece of junk anyway. Okay, you tell yourself that. Oh, for Griff's sake, BT, I need to speak with okay. you. Okay. Goodbye, it was lovely meeting you. I wish I could return the pleasure. He turns and leaves. Yes, Captain. BT. Yes. I've been writing up performance reviews for the entire crew. And okay. I got to yours and I realized that we haven't put you to the best of your abilities here. No, you haven't. Nope. So, I want to change that now. Oh, goodness. Gracious. What a delight. <laughs> so first of all, I need you to do the inventory. Full top to bottom and res and a resupply list. Are you appointing me quartermaster? If that's the title you want, then yes. That's the title I'll have. Okay, great. And I have one other mission for you to do. Oh, joy. At your leisure. As if I get I any need, leisure time. I need a refresher course on the Clone Wars. Processing. I can give you a refresher course on all inventory management systems utilized throughout the Clone Wars. As well as, if you ask me to, military history. BT, I'm asking you for the military history. I'll go download it now, sir. Oh, oh BT, don't don't worry about it. I've watched all seven seasons like ten times. I've got them on Blu-ray back in the hyperspace bay. Um, man, that Ahsoka, I tell you what. <laughs> I'll begin doing my research. Thank you, BT. Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plexutsu was played by Aaron Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorable or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Kiel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. The Dark Side campaign is jammed by me, Kathleen Hislop. You can find my tweets at CatSelesnia or my games at CatSelesnia.itch.io. Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. 
You can help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. Become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of LucasBooks. It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games and is now published by Edge Studios. Until next time, stay wizard. Keel, you are mid-hyperspace flight when you hear a gentle rap-tap-tapping at your cockpit door. Come in. Uh, Keel, I'm, uh, I had been thinking about our conversation the other day Uh before the performance reviews. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I don't know that there's an easy way to ask this. Look, Tina, okay. I... No. Sorry, sir. Go ahead. I get it. I... I... No, sir, I, I didn't mean... Don't think you push. do... Tina, you know what you're doing? Not a big deal. Just ask. Uh, Keel, would you, if we potentially had some downtime during the conference that we're headed to, do you want to maybe go out for some dinner with me? Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd love that. <laughs> um. Uh- <laughs> Really, sir? Keel. Yeah, I... I... It's cute the way you... (laughs) You can't not call me, sir. That doesn't portend anything, sir, just as an FYI. Um, um, rank is just important to me, and... I know. I know, Tina. It's, It's cute. You're cute, Teeter. Well, it's just me, sir. I, the, the, all my brothers are identical. I mean, they're all nice and everything, but it's not just about, like, the looks. It's your personality. It's the way you call me sir every time (laughs) thank you sir I would love to go on a date with you thank you Keel I um I'm sorry I'm being incredibly awkward um we know each other already we've worked together for a while now maybe on the date if we're calling it a date we can call it a date if you want. Okay. On our date, um, maybe we can skip the small talk part of the date. I'm 
as evidenced by what's going on here, not very good at small talk. Oh, see, Tina, the best part of the first date is the small talk. You know, you get to know the person a little bit. Kill, we've been working together for how long now? I, I only asked you out because I do know you. And Tina, I, I'm sorry, I, it wasn't clear. I've <laughs> That was a joke. We can skip. <laughs> we can skip the small talk. Okay. Um. It better be big, though. How big are we talking? Are we talking talk? like oh, instead of anthesize? I think we've got to go with crate dragon talk, sir. Crate, crate dragon. Okay. Crate dragon. Talk. Which means we also have to talk about uh, things that are a bit underground that you probably haven't heard of. Will I not have heard them? Kill that was a joke. Because the crate dragon buries under the sand. I'm looking forward to the date, Tina. Okay, uh, I'll have to um, practice some jokes then. That one does pretty well with uh, the boys, but I'll come up with new material for you, Kiel. I'm sure you'll think of something. It's at this point that the distress beacon starts going off.